going to tell you the truth tonight, like we always do. Anyway, um, a lot of times it might just be our opinion, but it's still the truth, right, Mike? That's correct. It is, Scott. <laughs> anyway, did you hear about uh, that Biden actually had his first high-level military summit with uh, the president of China, Xi Jinping? I'll tell you, it knocked the flies off of me, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Him, yeah. him, him, him carrying on a summit, one-on-one? -on -one? Wow. <laughs> yeah, Secretary Blinken has been trying to get him to do that for a long time and kept telling him that we need to do this, we need to do this, but today, I guess it was, finally, or Wednesday, they had the first time in San Francisco, they bet, in like a year, right off the heels of the Asia-Pacific Economic Corporation Conference. Yeah. So that's good. But how much did the Chinese guy actually understand, though? Think about it. He changes, Biden changes topics in a heartbeat. And you're like, what are you talking about now? Well, they must have had an interpreter, a Chinese interpreter and a Biden interpreter. Yeah, and he probably said, the Chinese interpreter probably said, he's doing it again, he's changing topics on you. Mid-sentence, right? Yeah, like, man. Go back a couple of words and then make a U-turn. This is why their summit only lasted four hours. The Chinese guy's probably saying, hey, can you repeat that again, please? Yeah. yeah we know that there's been a lot of near-miss incidents in, uh, you know, South China Sea and all that, where China's making claim to all those man-made islands that they made and built up military bases and everything. And, of course, <laughs> um, I don't think it's an accident when a U.S. destroyer has a close call with a Chinese warship. You know, it's like they can see each other coming and, um, you know, we're conducting military exercise with Canada when the Chinese warship comes within 150 yards of it. I'm surprised there wasn't an altercation, but thank goodness there wasn't or we would be in the middle of something right now we don't want to be in. <laughs> this is true. I mean, how can you not see that there's a battleship right there? I know, for sure. Oh, in 150 yards, that's just, you know, one and a half football field. And on the ocean, that's not very far apart. But the question is, was it intentional coming that close to a U.S. battleship? Hmm. Well, yeah. we were conducting exercises with Canada, so I'm sure it was intentional on Chinese part. That's what they do. They intimidate. <laughs> oh, that's, in anyway. that sounds typical, yeah. That sounds typical. But, um... I mean, yeah, uh, it's President Xi, he runs a communist country, you know? Yeah. You know? So, I, how can you even do business with a communist country? I don't know. President Biden, he actually said something true. He said President Xi is the dictator and that China's government is totally different than ours. Wow, what a statement. Wow. He figured that out all by himself. How you like <laughs> Biden getting on a hot streak here? That's two out of two. Maybe he's on the right pills, I don't know. Or maybe he has now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's, if he gets to 4 o'clock and he hasn't, then he's in trouble, so... Oh, for real. He has his dinner at 6 and goes to bed by 7, probably. Yeah. Oops. But, 
Yeah. So, you know, I mean, when you stop and think about it, no good can come out of this whole deal here between Biden and President Xi. Yeah. Yeah, really. <clears throat> yeah. No. There's no good that can come out of this whatsoever. Somehow, some way, this is going to blow up in Biden's face. Yeah. You know. Did you know Biden has another $105 billion national security package? No. Like to Israel and Ukraine? Or it's like we're trying to figure out what's going to Israel and what's going to Ukraine. Oh, yeah, that much. Yeah, I mean, you got to ask yourself, well, how much is going to Ukraine? How much go to Israel? And oh, wait a minute, no, there's no no food packages in here yet. But that's the next thing that that Ukraine will hit us up for. Can you send us food money? Yeah. You know. Although evidently Biden is is he's using big words now. He says he's calling on the United States to once again become the arsenal of democracy. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. With him behind the cue ball, you know, you or eight ball in this case, you know, um, why not? They're going to bleed him dry. Yeah, I don't know where. Anyway, he's, um, he's called on Congress to approve his aid package request for Ukraine and Israel, as well as Taiwan and the U.S. southern border. It's hard to believe that he would actually want to do something about the border, but maybe he woke up. Uh, well, America has decades-long history of providing assistance to both countries, growing tensions among congressional lawmakers over whether to bundle Ukraine and Israel's aid together may get in the way because Congress doesn't want to give Ukraine all this aid constantly, and they want to focus more on Israel because that's more of an ally of ours, and it's a different situation entirely. Exactly. Exactly. But why they haven't helped Israel before this, you know. Well, we've, we've helped Israel, but this is a war situation. So of we're course. just barely getting around to doing that part. Yeah, because we've been helping Ukraine all this while. Right. But there's no way I believe that that President Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, runs out of money that quickly. When you... No. No, come on now. When you send this guy... Uh, you know, five hundred or six hundred million dollars. How can you run out of money that quick? A week later, two weeks later, he's out of money again. Yeah, they, they don't even have anybody tracing that money. They said on the news today that there's no. I don't remember what the government. Uh, department is that normally would follow the money, but they're not following the money at all. They're just literally running him a blank check, and they don't care what happens to it. Well, my question is, ridiculous. my question, Scott, is how much of that money actually ends up in Zelensky's pockets? I would okay. say more than half, at least, probably. Well, this is just speculation, but, yeah, it's just does, guess, but... does half of it end up in his pockets, that's why he's coming back so often, asking for more money? Yeah, I don't know. No, I'll call this shot here. You watch. Uh, Biden's package is $105 billion, right? Now, you watch. I'll tell you, maybe two months down the road, maybe less, there'll be more money be going over Ukraine. Yeah. 
thing. You know, the, the big thing now in Israel is this hospital, and you know, I heard about this hospital, mm-hmm. is, and we, we know that Hamas has told its citizens not to evacuate, even when Israel, like, rained pamphlets all over the whole area, telling the people to get out because we're coming in and we don't want to hurt innocents. And Hamas told them to stay because they want to use them as human shields. And the people are like so brainwashed, it's like they're going to do what Hamas says. And now the same thing in this hospital. It's like, you know, Israel's saying, well, we'll help evacuate the babies or whatever. And, and then the news programs are saying nobody got evacuated. Well, guess who's telling them not to evacuate? And there's evidently tunnels all under this hospital. It's like a military base. It's, yeah. And they use these humans, you know, whatever condition they're in, as, as a shield so they won't bomb the hospital because it's a hospital. And they have their military base there. Well, it sounds right. That sounds just about right. I mean, you... Heartless people, they just don't care about human life, you know? They are. They're very heartless. You're right about that. And Scott, you know, it's it's just unbelievable. I mean, I can't, I can't understand um, that. I would say, like, if you think years back when we helped a foreign country, we gave them a one-time deal, so much money, and it wasn't spoke about again. But you know, when Zelensky, President of Ukraine, he keeps on sucking the U.S. dry, and he knows this. Yeah, he made a statement. He made a statement that that Trump said that he could end the Ukraine war in 24 hours, and Zelensky's reply to that was, "I'll invite him over to Ukraine, and it would take 24 minutes to for me to explain how he couldn't end the war in 24 hours." I don't know. All I know is that he's got plans of ways of doing things that most people either they think about it and they're not willing to do it, but he's willing to do it. I mean, look what he did. He's gutting all those deep underground military bases that nobody really knew about or that existed that now we're finding out that there's underground tunnels all over the world and they've got these these absolute, you know, tunneling um, machines that are just can make a tunnel like go through rocks like water, you know, and they've got tunnels everywhere. And you know, I mean, how, how come Israel's connected to the Vatican? That's, I, I, I don't understand that, but, I mean, there's just so many things that's just unbelievable. It is, it is. It's 10,000% unbelievable. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't have any of this stuff if it wasn't for Trump, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's why, that's why no one likes him, because he's making too much sense what he's saying. I so, know, I, he's, he's really literally cleaning this swamp like never before, you know? Exactly. He's doing exactly what needs to be done, but no, they don't want it this way. They gotta find fault with him somehow. Well, because he's gonna, you know, unseat their cushy existence. <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. If he has his way, I mean, he's at least smart enough to call on, you know, people that are sympathizers with Hamas to be deported and that they have records of. You know who's protesting against Israel and against you know for Hamas that they should all be deported. I mean that only mm-hmm. makes common sense. Those are obviously people that are not they're not pro-American at all. They're pro our enemy. You know, mm-hmm. you know they can talk about the First Amendment all they want, but I mean you can have the freedom to say what you want, but that doesn't mean you'll have to be allowed to stay here when you're the enemy. That's right. I you agree. Know? I agree with you. 
that's one thing I would love to see. And, and there's a lot of other, you know, Republican lawmakers that are coming on board with that now and agreeing that that's what should be done. So maybe they'll pass a law that says, hey, you know what, we need to get people out of here. Yeah, well, you but know. Then all the millions that they're letting in on a daily or, uh, monthly basis, it's like it's a revolving door, practically. Yeah, it's true. But, you know, I'll go back and say this. Even from back in the day, we haven't had a good president since probably 1963. Okay? 1963. Well, some people would argue that Reagan was good, but... Well, yeah, I look at it this way. No matter what kind of president it was, Democrat or Republican, and no one's a straight arrow. They're a little crooked here and there, but you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do to get the job done. There's no president. No, there's no president that's a straight arrow. I'm sorry. Okay, that's that's how I see it. And you know what? If Trump can do what he can do to get the job done, okay, so do it. You know, at least well, it, at least the job gets done. I don't think there's another human being with as thick a skin that would be willing to put up with what he's put up with. I'm sure they were counting on him just backing down and giving up and saying it's not worth it, but he just gets, the harder they come at him, the, the stronger he gets, you know what I mean? It's like the more the American people see what this Democratic Party and this I agree with you. But you know, with that being said, it's that time again where we got to say goodbye. Thank you again, Scott, for showing up. You're welcome. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. And with this being said, remember, from all of us here, eat the power foods, stay in good health, and may God bless you and our troops. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody, and just keep praying because we need to keep making progress and, you know, at least.